0: Good evening, America. It's me again. That's right. You didn't get rid of me. It's been a long week. It's been a long year. I hate a lot of people this year that I didn't even know exist. But I have my good friend with me, Jamie Render, and we're going to talk about some great things and some great people and some people you may not think is so great. Jamie, good to have you here.
1: Well, thank you.
0: What brings you to this neck of the woods? Where black folks hang out.
1: <laughs> I didn't know black folks hanging out. I thought there was just one hanging out here tonight. Well, you know, they're all <laughs> my Negroes. Yeah. Uh, so, yay or nay?
0: Oh, Kanye, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, you want to talk about Kanye? What do you want to talk about, Kanye?
1: Oh, well, I think there's a whole lot to... It's just so much. <laughs> mm. But uh, I, I want to talk about free speech. I want to talk, Absolutely. I want to talk about how... Uh, black conservative voices or people who blacks who deviate out of the box, mm-hmm. uh, like myself. Yes, get shut down, and uh, even rock stars like uh, Kanye, like myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely right. <laughs> <Like> himself, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: again, I, I guess I want to start out by saying I do not support the comments he's made on Hitler. I'm not sure exactly where he's going with that, so. I'll just put I that think
0: out I can figure that one out. Yeah. That one, I think I know what he was trying to say, but he put it out there where, you know, those who want to cut his head off, you know, can cut his head off. And but, you know, I think now, I'm I'm just thinking now mm-hmm. when he said that, you know, Hitler created railroads and and, and uh, excuse not railroads, but uh, freeways and such and so forth some of the same things that we use today. The Volkswagen bug, you know, things that we're still using today. The microphone (laughs) that we still use. So I think that's what he was talking about. He wasn't giving him credit as being a uh, homicidal maniac. I think he was giving him credit for just what he incidentally created for the rest of the world because, you know, we're still using some of the same things that he created today.
1: Well, and he also was talking about loving everyone. And I would have gone there with you. Until the interview I watched today, and I uh, thought Kanye, you're making this really hard. New? Yeah, he, oh, so I, I don't want to focus in on that too much because I'm not for sure why he's going that direction. I just want to talk about what happened in 2016 with Kanye, and mm-hmm. then also the extremely unbalanced reactions to Kanye versus um, man. How do you say it? uh I can't. Valencia. Sp- Valencia. Valencia. I think. Balenciago. Balenciago. Okay. Balenciago. That's why I pay him yeah. the good money. <laughs> Way to go, Mike. Uh, Balenciago. I mean, just the. I mean, it was just incredible. The different reactions from Hollywood, from politicians, from banks, from Visa, from AstraCard, I mean, whoever you're looking at that penalized Kanye for his tweet, and this is prior to his Hitler comments or anything else. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to his original tweet, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and kind of where I support him from that point. Because I, I, I will go ahead, I, I'm going to completely distance myself from his Hitler comments. I'm not for sure where he's going with that, if it's more of a, uh, a, an, an enemy of my enemies, my friend concept. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm not, I don't know, but I, I don't align with and I don't support anything right. on that. But right. I do want to talk about everything else on Kanye West.
0: And there's a lot to talk about.
1: There is, yeah.
0: You know, Kanye, I mean, let's face it, Kanye has been one of the most noticeable. Is he a conservative? What is he?
1: You know, he's the one that, you know, came out with his first political comment on George Bush, which was not Mm -hmm. favorable. Of course, George Bush is not conservative. I can, yeah, (laughs) I can do that
0: myself. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I think he's a pragmatic person. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Trump is – I don't consider Trump really conservative. Uh, even though I'm conservative, I look at Trump and I see Trump as a pragmatic. If there's a problem, let's fix it and, you know, let's find a solution. Mm-hmm. And uh, and some of the things that – and I don't want to deviate too much, but I will throw this out there. Like um, that the Trump administration came up with is uh, extended um, maternity care, mm-hmm. which oftentimes is looked at like a liberal um, – cause entitlement yeah but the way they were doing it with allowing young people to use their future social security and not putting it off on the business owner uh, i totally supported so I've, again he's pragmatic he's a solution finder uh Kanye, i think is a solution pragmatic person if something's not working why isn't it working and uh and i think he just so i i don't know what he is personally but what what concerns me is when he deviated out of the box in 2016 and decided he was going to support Trump, Mm -hmm. Uh, the people in Hollywood, the people in the music industry, uh, the Kardashians. And in the one interview, he was said that he didn't realize how much influence the Clintons had on him via through his wife or how much that connection was there between his wife and the Clintons and basically telling his his wife to control him. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when he deviated out of the box and said he was gonna be support Trump. Uh, he was shut down. He was uh, physically uh, put into a um, mental facility. His family, um, it wasn't a volunteer thing, and diagnosed with bipolar. And to my knowledge, he didn't have bipolar prior to that, was never diagnosed prior to that, was on medication about a year and a half, two years, and has not been on medication since. I'm not saying that he may not have some, oh, he definitely has some OCD. If you saw him on the Alex Jones interview, you know, he told Alex Jones not to have the papers on the desk. <laughs> and then there was some noise in the background. He said, you know, can you – so there's definitely some OCD tendencies there. Uh, but I don't feel he was bipolar. Now, it definitely looks like he's on a little bit of a, um, a mania streak right now. <laughs> so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think the guy is brilliant. And I started paying attention to Kanye West because my son listened to a lot of his music that I did not like at the time. But my son's the one that pointed out is Kanye West is a genius. I thought, what? So I started looking into it and then I started following him. And he is brilliant. He's, um, and I think he's got that social intelligence, too. I mean, um, where you can kind of see where the world's going and see what's needed. So in a, in a different way. A visionary. He's a visionary. That's mm-hmm. what. That's probably where I'd put Kanye.
0: You know, they said Prince was a genius, too. And uh, I think, you know, when you mention the word genius in reference to Kanye, I see it on a different level. You know, Prince was pure talent, but Prince was always quiet. You didn't really see Qu- Prince come out and do what you see uh, um, Kanye doing right now, which I commend Kanye, mm-hmm. you know, Kanye is outside of the box, and the reason why is as a black man, you're supposed to stay in that box. Now, for as a conservative, you know, we're supposed to be, blacks are supposed to be Democrats, right? We're supposed to be Democrats, but there's a lot of us that stepped out of that box. So Kanye's done something twofold. He's a black man speaking about freedoms and certain elements of Hollywood, which is you're not supposed to be doing. Basically, you should be thankful you're in Hollywood and keep your mouth closed, you know, and see no evil. But Kanye, per Kanye, he's seen the evil, and now he's speaking on it, and this is why he's getting the backlash. Now, I have mentioned this to you today when we were talking on the phone. I said to you, this can go good or it can go bad. Kanye lost a lot of money, mostly from from Adidas. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he lost
1: big contracts with Balenciaga. How do you say it one more time, Mike? Balenciaga. 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 Okay, Balenciaga. (laughs) He lost quite a bit of money from that contract, too.
0: Well, that contract, that whole company just shut down, though. Yeah. They're, They're a bunch of cesspool. But we know that if you've seen what's going on lately. But not only that, though, you know, Kanye is speaking out loud you know, I've often said what happens in the dark will soon come to the light. Well, Kanye is bringing it to the light. And those who live in that darkness do not want that to be seen. And that's why they're trying to shut him up. But the thing is, you know, we need to, you know, I wouldn't say support him for everything that he says, but support him for his courage. And that's what we need to do. Um, I mean, he has said some things that I don't completely agree with, but when a man does 90% of what you want him to do, I'm not going to bitch about the 3% that I dislike.
1: So let's go back and kind of refresh everybody's memory on what happened. He went on Tucker Carlson on a Fox News interview with Tucker Carlson. Right. and was Tucker, right?
0: It's Tucker Carlson. Okay. It was.
1: I, I was trying to remember if it was, but it was Tucker. And uh, it was really a fascinating interview. And uh, after the interview was over, several people were basically sent over to Kanye. Uh, I think his P. Daddy was one of them. Was that they P told Diddy? him yeah. to get him in check. Basically, yeah, to tell him to he needs to get in check. And they were being messengers from them, <laughs> as Kanye would say. Whoever them are, whoever they are, mm-hmm. um, the the executives in the music industry, the executives – uh, in Hollywood and they were sending messengers over to Kanye, uh, chastising him for that Tucker Carlson interview. And, uh, so that's the night after getting these messages, he was saying, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have my voice shut down again. Mm-hmm. And, and he put that tweet out and, uh, whether again, he should have worded that tweet better or not word that tweet, uh, at all. I mean, uh, but that's that's the background of where that started, is that people were again telling him what to think, how to think, and what to say in public.
0: You know, and the thing is, you know, it it boils down to the First Amendment. You can say whatever the hell you want. You mean you may piss some people off, but you don't have a right not to be pissed off. It's not protected. His, what's protected is is what him having the ability to say what he's saying. What's not protected is if somebody calls you an a-hole and you get mad, well, that, your emotion is not a protective emotion when it comes to the Constitution. I think Kanye is not done yet. I think the more and more they poke at him, the more and more and more he's going to keep talking. Because uh, I remember when he says, I'm a billionaire. I'm worth $12 billion. You can't keep me quiet. And they thought hitting him so hard with the this was going to shut him up. He's not done.
1: And, and J.P. Morgan shut his bank accounts mm-hmm. down. I mean, they really hit him from all sides. And then just a few weeks after that, we have Balenciaga. Oh, man, I said it right. <laughs> okay. Balenciaga comes out with this ad. And uh, they basically had in the background subliminal messages of where they are. A Supreme Court decision on a child pornography case. Children posing with... Um, is it BDS? BDS, yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely the sexualization of children. A, a book written by an author uh, or an artist that had uh, artwork in it uh, of children who are in very compromised positions Bondaging. and body imaging or had their uh, genitals mutilated. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of subliminal type messaging that was not accidental at all. You don't you don't just happen to have those things around. They, <laughs>
0: they just fell on the artwork. Yeah, they just, they just, <laughs> they f- just they, fell there. They, yeah, I, just, I didn't see that one coming. It just, <laughs> yeah. I woke up the next morning, some kid had his pecker cut yeah. off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so very intentional placement of messaging. And yet the reaction to Kanye's one tweet um, was so disproportionate. Uh, Kim Kardashian, Kanye's ex-wife, who is a – Uh, Spokesperson for Uh, Balenciaga took her 10 days to come out and make a statement. That was only after a lot of pressure. But again, she gave him a pass on that, even in her statement. She condemned the uh, ad, but she did not really condemn the company. Uh, Didn't hear any politicians coming out after this company. You didn't hear any other Hollywood people really coming after them. There's been, you know, patriots like you and I and others that look at this, the sexualization of children that are coming out, you know, the American people that are upset by it, but the media is not covering that story. Nowhere close to, you know, what they did with uh, Kanye West's tweet.
0: Now, had this been someone like Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or some conservative speaking out, can you imagine what would happen?
1: Are you talking about Balenciaga? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, if yeah, we were to condone If that, it was
1: Ivanka Trump's, I mean, uh, not Trump. Melania? But no, no, no. Ivanka, Ivanka? and her, her, her clothing line. If mm-hmm. it had been her clothing line like that, it would be all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, it's okay for the other side to push pedophilia and things that are similar to that under the rug. They have a way of making it go away where they don't, they don't get the black eye. And right now, Kanye is a black guy, but yet he just won't go away. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. He's not going away. And so they're trying to figure out how to control this man. And that, like I stated earlier, the more they try to con- control him, I think the more and more and more he's going to push back. And he's going to say, F you people. I said, you know, you guys are sick. You're demanded. You're crazy. Hell, you know, he even said, you know, about a certain they called him a, a Semite. And anti-Semite. My turn. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> you know, And that a, he said couldn't
1: be because he is uh, Jewish. Or he is, um, I forgot how he worded it. Same thing with Ka- uh, Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of complexities. I want to just touch a couple bit on, on. So you have the Jewish faith, and then you have the Jewish people as a race. And um, Trump, again just a shout-out to my favorite president, (laughs) Um, was probably the most pro-Israel president we've had. I mean, just extremely uh, favorable to uh, Jewish people. And, matter of fact, most liberals. And so this is what really puzzled me, is the left historically have not been the most friendly to Israel or to a lot of Jewish causes. Fact. But all of a sudden when Kanye says this, all the people from the left are all of a sudden like we
0: love the Jews. Yeah,
1: it's like where did that come from? It's usually conservatives who have been very pro-Jews and pro—you know, protecting uh, the Jewish people and protecting Israel. And so that's usually a very conservative thing. But all of a sudden, all these people on the left are coming out. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say something that I don't care.
1: Don't get us in trouble, John.
0: <laughs> The thing is, they're not talking, and for people that are listening, they're not really talking about the Jewish community in, as a whole. That's not what they're talking about. They're talking about the Jewish people that are running Hollywood.
1: 65%.
0: Yep. That's who they're protecting.
1: 80% in the music industry.
0: Yep. So that's who they're protecting. Mm-hmm. But they want to come across as if they're speaking about their whole, the whole entire Jewish community. That's not who they're looking out for. They're looking out for those who butter their bread. And people, but the Democrats in Hollywood have a way of making it look like, Israel, we're talking to you. We love you. Now that our asses have been exposed in Hollywood, and they've got to come up and stand out for the Jews. That runs a lot of the industries in California and the rest of the country. Look, I have no problem if you're Jewish and you're running the banks, you're running Hollywood. But my problem is um, when you start trying to shut a man down because he's telling the truth. Because, you know, I'm 56 years old. And I've been hearing about how much, you know, since Jackie Mason. I remember Jackie Mason, stand-up comedian, always talking about the Jewish community. He's Jewish. And how they um, run everything, especially the banks back in those days. It's still today. It's still today. But I'm making a reference to where I can CYA myself when back in the day (laughs) when it was widely known they ran a lot of the banks. So all Kanye is doing is talking about it and putting a a group of people to what's really happening. But, you know, I guess that's not good anymore. I guess you can't talk about, you know, what goes on in Hollywood. I guess it's the new kingdom.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know if we've ever been able to, for a long time, talk about what's going on in Hollywood, Uh, whether it is some of these unique – and these aren't even – happenstance. I mean, things that we're kind of throwing out there. Uh, what was the cult that just came out a few years ago? Where all the, Democrat Party? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about in Hollywood, where all the women were getting, you know, having the branded, uh, not tattoos, but actually being branded. And, and, um, do you, do you know, what I'm talking about Mike. Anyway, I mean, so there's quirky things going on. We know that there's predatory things towards children in Hollywood. Uh, we see the sexualization in our music. So we're going to talk about that because that was another one of Kanye's. Uh, issues is he was talking. So we're going to separate a couple different things that uh, what I see Kanye's trying to get out. Mm -hmm. Uh, First, I'm going to say one of the things that he said that he was very pro-Jewish community. He said, I'm jealous of the Jewish community. Uh, I wish the black community had some of the things the Jewish community had. He Mm -hmm. said, you know, they don't abort their children like we abort our children in the black comu- True. community. Uh, they don't, you know, they support each other in business. True. They support each other when they're down on their, you know, luck. They're very resilient. They turn off their all their electronic devices Friday night through Sunday morning, and they spend time with family. Uh, so he, he gave a lot of, uh, they're very uh, good with their money. They're, they understand investing. So he, he listed a lot of things that he sees that he is jealous of. That mm-hmm. he sees that you know that uh, that there's a lot of things the Jewish community has got their acts together on that are that he would like to see implemented, and that he is jealous of. That he sees w- that he should be um, would like to see implemented, maybe within the black community. And so, that he, so over here on one side, he, he's pointing out, yeah, part of this is coming from jealousy because I see how functional and how net, tightly knit the Jewish community is and how they support each other. But, And I think if that was it, he said, you know, I have this admiration over here, but then he takes it the one step further, even though I... I admire these qualities, and I'm bumping your table, and I've got to stop doing that, <laughs> okay? But even though I admire these qualities and I have some jealousy towards these qualities, that doesn't give you the right to manipulate me and control my voice, control these contracts in an unethical way, and to use that power and influence in an unrighteous manner to my people. Mm-hmm. I, in my, do you think I... The, I mean, I, fe- get, I feel like oh, that yeah. that's what Kanye's doing is even though I admire these things, you've taken it over to the point where you're taking away my voice. You're telling me what I can and can't say. And if I don't fall in line, you are I'm going to be stripped of my, my wealth. I'm going to be stripped of – so that's kind of the overall messaging that I saw Kanye trying to get out, maybe not wording it as good as he could have in separating those two things out?
0: I think Kanye would have been a lot more successful had he just said, this is what these people are doing and leaving out the racial adjective. You know, if he had left it as if, you know, these people in Hollywood, these people who are running and controlling and manipulating our voices and our decisions, I think it would have got, he would have received more traction and not so many people would have pushed away from him. Um, but when you put implement a, you know, a certain set of people um it makes it more personal of those people and then so it's kind of like the asians for example you you said something that i've said to you before about the asians how they stand together they support their community they support their businesses of fellow um business um entities by buying from them and i too wish the black community would get it together and realize this is how we support our own and uh as far as i'm concerned we can learn a lot from lot from the jews and the the hispanics as well they support their own as well and you know and the the asians and india i notice a lot of guys i have friends from india and pakistan different countries they support each other as well but it seems like in the black community we just want to hate on each other and this is what's destroying us, and this is why our population doesn't grow like it should, among other things, you know. But uh, there's a lot of things we can learn from the Jewish community, the Asian community, and the other races. But Kanye kind of shot himself in the foot when he just—if he had just said, hey, California is a shithole. Those people running California— um, are pieces of work. He would have done a lot better and just left it at that. But but the minute he put the word Jew in play, they're going to attack him. And it's going to be the people, usually, that are not Jewish.
1: <laughs> well, but let's think about that for a minute, because we're in a state that's predominantly what? White. Mormon.
0: Okay, that okay. too. White Mormons.
1: <laughs> White Mormons. <laughs> and and uh,
0: I love Utah, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Uh, so let's say Jeffrey Epstein Happened to be more. Now, who is Jeffrey,
0: Jeffrey Epstein?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> is he that guy that uh, Lowell Lita, Lolita Express, the pedophile guy? Yeah. People, Bill Clinton's the, good friend? Oh, Slick yeah. Willie's. Yeah, friend? Bill,
1: Bill Gates' good buddy?
0: Oh, yeah. Crazy yeah. Gates.
1: So, if he had been Mormon, do you think the news media would have reported on the fact that he was Mormon? Yeah. Okay. Or a uh, born again Christian or something like that? But uh, so, Jeffrey Epstein's Jewish. But, I mean, not very many people ever knew that. Last name. Huh? Oh, Epstein will kind (laughs) of give it away. But I I guess, and there's laws that have been created that protect the Jewish faith over that of other religions. So I, I do take some...
0: What law is that? I didn't know um, that. I actually didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I. I, I, I well, we probably don't well, have time don't, to get into it. Yeah. But uh, next time, because I think this conversation needs to go on, because I don't think you should protect one religious faith over that of another. Agreed. And uh, I don't think the Mormon faith ought to be protected in Utah over that of a Baptist or a Catholic or a Muslim. Um,
0: I don't think any race should be protected more than any other race.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, a crime's a crime. And uh, so... But in that, I'm sitting here looking at, you were saying, if, if he hadn't brought that up. Um, the, and I don't think it's the religion Kanye was bringing up. I think it was the race Kanye brought up, the mm-hmm. Jewish as a, as a race, as a right. people. And, but yet, if, you know, in Tim Poole's interview, uh, Tim Poole's sitting here saying you shouldn't bring up collectives or races mm-hmm. like that. But then he said, in running for president, But yeah, you'd probably really do good with the black you know, black vote. And so all of a sudden it was a collective Mm -hmm. that he did. So that oftentimes if you look at the Asians get put in a block of people on different things, uh, the blacks get put in a block, the Latinos get put in a block of people. Uh when the Democrats are talking, they often, you know, they refer to that's
0: all they do is put people in different blocks.
1: Yeah, but somehow Jewish people can't be put in a block. Mormons get put in a block. And so when Kanye was saying, when 80% of the music industry are Jewish executives, as 65% of Hollywood are Jewish executives. Uh, but it,
0: isn't that a fact?
1: It is a fact.
0: So what's the, I mean. Yeah, so
1: I don't know why. And they blow that up because yeah. it's factual. Yeah, and so, and that's why, and so when people were calling Kanye out on, like, media, he he showed a little screen and he said, everything that's in red is, Jewish, you know, executives in media, from Fox News to Disney to, um, I mean, he just lists, you know, all the different uh, news medias that's controlled, and and so that got me thinking because I hadn't really ever thought about these things before, and it's not quote that they're they're Jewish, but I do, I do think who's shutting the voices down, who's controlling the narratives, and. I don't know if we should look at that or not, but if it was a bunch of Mormons, in the, and it, oftentimes it is a bunch of Mormons in the state of Utah controlling the narratives, um, but if it was you know, a bunch of Mormons controlling all the media, that would be spoken of. So it, again, not saying a bad, good, in-between, but if Mormons owned uh, 80% of the music industry, if Mormons owned or had executives in uh, 60 70% of the media, I think people would use that as a collective in saying that. Am I? Oh, I get what you're okay. saying. Oh, yeah. So oh, I don't I completely... know why it can't be discussed. I think it's a, a discussion. I don't think it's negative towards uh, Jewish people, and I think that's what Kanye was bringing up because he sees this is the people that have injured him in some way. So I, again, I, I I don't know how to talk about it. In, in a way that you can't discuss what Kanye's brought up and if it matters, because I don't know where it matters, but I think we ought to at least be able to talk about it because if they were Mormon or Catholic or anything else that owned that much of any one industry or controlled that much of any one industry, I think it would be an open discussion.
0: This time it just happened to be Jews. Yeah. You know, had he, like you, I agree with you. Had he said the Mormons, then it would have been a collective. Uh, had it been Russians, that's who had got oh. it as well. <laughs> so the thing is, you know, this is a way that they can create another set of victims. Get people triggered by what Kanye is saying. And see, and this is what they do in Hollywood. They put all their attention on what Kanye is saying, so it deflects what they're doing. And this is all it is, a deflection. But this time they're using Kanye. You know, when Zuckerberg lost $100 billion in the past year, no one's said anything about that. No one, most people didn't even know this. He went from $143 billion to $33.2 billion last week. But they don't talk about that.
1: I think that was his weird obsession with the metaverse.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that, and yeah. conservatives... A lot of conservatives are no longer. Listen, when you shadow ban a group of people, guess what happens? Yeah. You lessen the number of people that are seeing um, content on Facebook, which advertisers are going to say, wait a minute, we're not getting the bang for my buck that we got two years ago. It's no longer the same.
1: So I'm glad you kind of went in that direction because we have to To the, the look, right. <laughs> we have to look at what we have in our control. And, and I do think, I think, Kanye's distracting the good he can do with some of his messaging right now because I do feel his voice carries a lot of weight. Uh, But one of the things he said that I, again, I think hurt people, you know, the expression hurt people, hurt people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where Kanye is at. He's hurt inside. He's hurt on a personal level. He's hurt on a community level. and, And so then you lash out with hurt to hurt other people.
0: But who yeah. is he hurting though, Jamie? Oh,
1: well, he's hurting himself and that's usually what happens.
0: No, but you said hurt people hurt people. So who's the hurt people?
1: Well, cuz Hollywood
0: hurt. has just been exposed. They're not hurt. There's yeah. a difference. Well,
1: on, on some of his comments on on Jews and Hitler, I think at this point he's just uh, he's just lashing out. I, I'm not for sure totally where he's going there, but one of the comments he made is on in the music industry. Uh, that what sells in the music industry and black music right now?
0: Uh, sh- shit, bitches, hoes, uh, and derogatory content that I just mentioned. Yeah. And, you know, and that's what makes the money. It, it, the big wheels on your cars, the big gold chain. It's not about being an effective father. It's actually about being a, dis, I mean, a non-effective father, you know, and that's what sells. The yeah. thugs, the game-banging, you know. That's the stuff that sells in in Hollywood and in the music industry, and they like that not only because it makes them a lot of money, but it
1: it puts makes a certain it, it puts a bad. certain image on the black community. Yeah, it makes our Im- image yeah, look better because he's saying that the the people in control of the music industry, we'll just start saying that want that imagery out there. You know, a black man calling each other the N word, which means ignorant. Calling women in the community bitches and hoes, mm-hmm. uh, being very derogatory and uh, to each other, and not really uplifting of the of the heritage uh, that they should be uplifting. And so, and it's because it makes them more money for one, but it's also because it keeps, from his perspective, it keeps black people in a place that they want to keep black people.
0: But Kanye and these guys, when they go into the music industry, they know the industry that they're entering. They all know this about being disrespectful. It's been, you know, murderers, killers. killers. They don't sing about, you know, how I was broke and legitimately became a corporate CEO. That doesn't sell.
1: Yeah. But you know what? Used to? I mean, you know, black music with the original jazz and everything else it was uplifting it was positive there there were still some things that talked about the struggles of uh black america but it not in a derogatory way that pulled each other down but that brought each other together and that sold too uh so why we've been in this hip-hop you know originally after the um crack cocaine usage in the 80s and 90s i think then this narrative started getting pushed And it's just continued to get pushed. And if you look how many artists are killed, rap artists, you don't see that in any other music industry Mm -hmm. uh, of the death. I remember one year there was three different artists. One was an actual Caucasian uh, rapper and two blacks that my sons followed. All died within about six months of each other. And so you see that not just the derogatory messaging, but people who actually had their lives on the line that, you know, they had these short lived careers. And, uh, so anyway, that that was another thing that Kanye brought up that really hurts his heart in saying that. And even though some of the bigger people like Kanye, now that he's been in the industry, but a lot of these young kids that make their debut and they're getting their first break, they're coming out of poverty and they sign these contracts without the knowledge, uh, of, of, you know of anything? Content yeah, within have content the within what they're doing, and so he feels like they're really being taken advantage of for quote their ignorance of uh, of uh, it, that they're bringing to the table. So they're being used and taken advantage of. So that I think is the messaging that Kanye is putting out there. I know Michael Jackson right before he w- he died however mysteriously that happened, and, and you, you saw this negative things, and I'm not for sure because I, I saw an interview with um, one of Michael Jackson's, quote, accusers on the child um, molestation that says nothing ever happened. As a grown man, his parents um, kind of put that out there, so I don't know what happened there, but right before Ma- Michael Jackson uh, died, he was making some of the same accusations against the music industry that Kanye is making right now.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. That I didn't know. You know, I've heard for and, many and Prince, years. And
1: Prince did the same.
0: I remember Prince coming out with yeah. it. Um, I remember um, back in the day when there were a big conversation, discussions, how the record industries and these producers were making a lot of money and the artist was actually making less money than, you know, the record company and the producers because they didn't walk in with a bank of lawyers. Mm-hmm. They walk in with their producer Who's gonna make a crap load of money off of them anyway? Or well, their agent's gonna make a crap load of money on it off them because the deals are not structured in the artist's favor, baby. It's usually the record agent and the and the industry itself make all the money. So I was watching MC Hammer talk one time about how, you know, when they when he did his deal, you know, he made like thirty three million dollars, but the record company made hundreds of million dollars off of him. And so it's disproportionate for those who are doing the work, you know? So, I mean, will it ever change? I don't know. I think more people like Kanye need to come out and speak out. Now, not be so brazen, but come out and speak out on the industry. Because if you want to change the industry, you got to come out and bring it to the light. That is the only way you're going to effect change. And he's doing that because there's not another person that I know of today that's speaks against Hollywood, you know, well, Richie, Richie Gervais, you know, I don't know if you know who he is, <laughs> yeah. you know, what he did at the, was it the Oscars or the, yeah,
1: the Oscars, a
0: man, haven't seen him since, but uh, <laughs> I mean, he has, a, I mean, he has his own show um, called The Office. And, um, you know, he came out and blasted it, but you didn't hear a lot of talk of it. They made sure it didn't go too far. You literally have to look it up and hear him as the MC that night because he roasted the hell out of those people.
1: He did. He called them out on the pedophilia. He called them out on everything. Yeah. That was beautiful. (laughs) And, you know, Dave Chappelle goes out there on the edge some, too. I like, you know, I don't agree with everything Dave Chappelle says either. Right. But, uh, you know, Kanye was a little offended by what Dave Chappelle said in the Saturday Night Live episode he just did. But I really feel like Dave Chappelle came to Kanye's defense in a comical uh, kind of way. Um, And so again, but they're trying to shut Dave Chappelle down now too. Um, Joe Rogan. Oh my gosh. You know, Joe Rogan's no conservative. And and that's what I tell a lot of conservatives too. We oftentimes think it's just conservative voices being shut down, Mm -hmm. but it's any voice that goes outside the narrative. Uh, Because Joe Rogan, Fortunately, he was powerful enough of a podcaster and has such a following that they weren't able to shut him down, just like they're not able to shut Kanye down. But um, so, yeah, it it is, you know, it's just anybody that deviates from whether it's the COVID message, the vaccine message, uh, freedom of speech message, whatever it is. uh, Brett and Heather Weinstein are a liberal couple from Evergreen College in uh, Portland. Mm -hmm. Um, that actually stood up against critical race theory in in 2017. Both Bernie Sanders supporting liberals that lost their tenure, that started this podcast, uh, the Dark Horse podcast, they've got demonetized and shut down. So, again, going back to the media, going back to who controls the media and what is their narrative, what is their purpose, and uh, who's controlling the message. So... I don't know if we have to, you know, discuss it in terms of race as a whole, or but I, I think it helps to try to understand what is the purpose going on here. who Who's controlling the narrative and why are they controlling that narrative and um, and shutting down anybody who dissents from that um, that voice or that narrative?
0: And when I try to have a conversation <clears throat> with the people or I'm talking about a particular issue, I try to leave race out of it because the other side like to bring race in it because it's it weakens the conversation it's supposed to weaken your aggression when you bring a certain race into the conversation Mm -hmm. doesn't work for me but they want to use race because that kind of especially if the person you're talking to is a white person they know once you bring for example you know what we do as conservative you know they use the black culture to minimize for example An aggression of an opponent who may be white. So, if there's two white people talking, they bring in race in. Well, that shuts down the other side of that conversation because he don't dare say certain things because he'll be called a racist. Doesn't matter if you're talking about the Asians, the Hispanics, the Blacks, so forth and so on. So, I like to have a conversation leaving race out of it unless it's a fact fact based conversation and it has to come into the conversation. Then you bring about bring it about, but. Nowadays, Jamie, everything's about race now. Everything's about race. And, you know, Joe Rogan, for example, when Joe Rogan said what he said 12, 13 years ago, 13 years later, they were trying to use that to shut him down because he was talking about ivermectin, telling his course of taking the ivermectin. Yep. In, and so, and they did exactly the Joe Rogan that they did to Kanye they went into adidas and said hey look blah 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 blah." adidas what did they do they complied mm-hmm. so joe rogan they went to spotify <laughs> but it didn't work
1: yeah because spotify would have gone bankrupt exactly because
0: he had yeah. 12 million listeners so the yeah. thing is
1: Does he had 12 million i thought he had 120 million
0: i know he got hundred million dollars
1: yeah. He's got yeah, he's got a lot of listeners. He got a
0: hundred million dollars, but yeah. I think it was twelve million is his average listener's base, it's twelve million per episode. So yeah. Mike, you want to check that out for me? because so, I don't like being wrong, so I can admit I was wrong. <laughs> but uh um but they try shutting that man down and it did not work. So many people like Joe Rogan, Kanye West, Dave Chappelle, and those and you don't have to be conservative just use your damn common sense. If you use your common sense, a lot of people will wake up. But right now, they've got you. If you're in that industry, you can't use your common sense. Because I said this to somebody the other day, Jamie. Do you really believe all of those people in Hollywood think Hollywood is perfect? They know what the hell is going on, but they won't speak out on it. Yeah. 12 million? Yeah, oh, okay. they won't speak out on it. And uh, because... It's like the Democrat Party. I hate to say this, but I'm going to use this as an analogy. It's like the Democratic Party. When they do something ludicrous or bring up a bill that's absolutely stupid, do you really believe all of those people believe this is a great bill? Hell no, they don't believe that. But they get a, go along with the ruling parties or the leaders in an organization. It's the same way as they, Hollywood. They know
1: the consequences. If There's they don't. a hell of a consequences. Yeah.
0: You're not going to make as much money.
1: Or you'll just be, you won't ever get another part in Hollywood. I mean, there's a lot of things that go with that. But uh, on Kanye, I don't think. And you th- got to
0: believe in the council culture. Yes. If you play that game, you're going to be one of those that shut the hell up. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, I think coronavirus is, you know, I, even though they intentionally shut the uh, uh, community down or shut the businesses down for their own evil purposes in a lot of ways not saying I mean coronavirus is real just want to state that coronavirus is real Uh, but I think it was manipulated but one of the things I think it's in our favor is I think it's made Hollywood not as relevant anymore nobody really cares
0: Right. look at (laughs) Disney look at CNN (laughs) they're losing money hand over over fist so and the thing is they keep doing what they're doing you either go woke or go broke you know, Disney fired their CEO trying to bring them back to life. They lost, last quarter, lost like like $1.3 billion last quarter. You can't sustain that. You can't keep playing this game and stay afloat because eventually we're going to make you pay the price. And the thing is they're not losing money because of bad business sense. It's because they attacked the other half of America that buys from them. I remember Michael Jordan said one time that, You know, the reason why he doesn't play the political game, because Republicans buy shoes as well. That's what success is all about. This is how you stay successful. Stay out of politics, corporate America. Stay the hell out of politics. And we won't alienate you.
1: So Jordan Peterson. Right. to Jordan. Jordan. Love Jordan. So Jordan Peterson, before the Alex Jones interview. I'm offended, Jamie. (laughs) What?
0: What conservative doesn't listen to you?
1: You know what? There, oh, you'd, be, okay. you'd be surprised I how, many, how many people okay, don't know right. who Jordan Peterson You're is. You're right,
0: because, well, if you don't know who Jordan Peterson is, you need to listen to Jordan Peterson, because okay. the man is absolutely brilliant. And he's not necessarily political. He's more of a common sense, human, humanitarian type of guy. Anyway, I digress.
1: Oh, so first I want to give a shout-out to Jordan Peterson's biblical series. It's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. It's on the Old Testament. And it brings the Old Testament to life in a way that I've never enjoyed the Old Old Testament. But He gives these 15 lectures. Well, one of the lectures is Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. And I kind of see the Cain and Abel going in our society right now the way whoever they are. (laughs) I'm not talking about the same way Kanye is right now. But the people who want to control us, the elites of America, the elites of the world, Mm -hmm. want to keep us divided, want to keep us where... Uh, we have jealousy and envy of each other and want to pull each other down in some way. So, Jordan Peterson's talking about the symbolic role between Cain and Abel is that we want to destroy, it's the hum- human response to want to destroy s- someone who is living up to a standard above that which we ourselves find not capable of doing. And um, so, I kind of see that going on right now. So, I, I want to. For those who do like Kanye, like myself, or Yay, i got to make sure we're calling him Ye, um, is that we don't ever want to be in the spot. That's what what happened in Germany, is that Hitler was able to manipulate the German population because of their jealousy and envy towards the Jewish people and their success. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've got to be very careful not to allow ourselves to be manipulated into that kind of hate. In, but on to Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson spent years of his life studying what took place in, in Germany, in China, in Russia, under uh, Stalin and Mao, mm-hmm. and how that evil was allowed to happen. Uh, and so I think he could help Kanye or Yeh in a way more profoundly than these other people Yeh's interviewed with. But anyway, Jordan Peterson said he's going to interview Yeh. Sometime in the future. This is before Alex Jones, but I'm just hoping because I think that's going to be one of the most fascinating interviews, because I really think Jordan Peterson will be able to help uh, Ye understand this history in a way that he doesn't totally understand it and put things in perspective.
0: You know, people find it's easier to try to take somebody that's successful down than try to rise up to their level because our lack of confidence to get to this level. And there's usually people around them telling, dude, you can't do that. You can't do that. But what we can do is help you stay at the level, make you comfortable at being down here instead of being up here. So people get the mindset where it's easier to stay down here and then try to bring somebody down to our level. When actuality, you know, when you try to climb up to somebody, for example, success. I've always learned from people, if you want to be successful, Emulate the people that are successful. Don't try to recreate the game. Try to get up to their level by emulating them. Then once you get to that level, go one notch higher and emulate somebody else that'll get you to the next level. But people don't think that way, Jamie. And you know, speaking of Jordan Peterson, Jordan people Jordan Peterson says a lot of things that are so profound and and they're not long paragraphs, just little quotes here and there and the man is brilliant i listen to him and i'm thinking wow the man's a natural and he's not really that political either now some of the things he does does say does infer politics but he's not really talking about politics all the time he's just talking about people and their emotions and you know how many genders are you know no matter what how you wake up in the morning and if you woke up as a man and went to bed as a man that's going to happen to you every single day for the rest of your life. No matter what you tell yourself in your brain, you're still a male. Um, Jamie, look, I enjoy having you on, um, but we need to talk about something before we okay. leave there. What's going on this weekend?
1: A Cafe Christmas. So, what is a Cafe Christmas? How conservative Americans celebrate Christmas. What are we going to be doing?
0: We're going to be having fun, spending time with kids, giving away coats, just doing fun stuff, and it's non political. It's non, though there'll be politicians there, but it will be a night of non politics. Yeah.
1: From understanding, we may not have as many politicians there this time. (laughs) (laughs) I won't say why. (laughs) Oh,
0: I knew you were going to go there. Why? Because they're in Hawaii?
1: I don't know. But it's a toy drive, and we're going to be supplying those toys to the children in downtown Ogden at the Marshall White Center. And uh, the coats we have supplied through the help of Coats for Kids. Uh, 400 coats throughout, yeah. did you already drop off your coats? I dropped school? off
0: half of mine and tomorrow actually I'll be dropping off the other half because in the schools I'm dropping it, are doing, they have to determine which kids are getting what. My problem has been, how do you keep some kids from feeling alienated? And I, I can't give everybody a coat, you know? Yeah. In this school, I definitely want to give a shout out to Coats
1: for Kids and Jason, Jason and Coates, his family. Sarah Coats. Uh, Sarah. I
0: don't know if she's a Coats. She? Yeah, she is a well, Coats. Well, she was a Coats. So yeah. She's got a different name yeah. now.
1: But uh, for the great work that they do in providing children uh, with warm coats to wear. And these are brand new coats. Mm. Brand uh, new coats. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, again, from Ben Loman High to children in inner city Ogden, to Abanafield Elementary School, to the schools that um, you're doing here in Salt Lake, Mm -hmm. uh, to refugees from uh, Venezuela. A lot of coats. We're going to have a lot of toys. We're going to have some great music. And uh, where's it going to be at?
0: It's going to be at the Davis, uh, Davis, High, Davis High School. No, Wood, Woods, Wood, Cross, High Woods School. Cross High School. Woods Cross High School in Davis County. Yeah,
1: six, uh, 6 to 8, Saturday night, December 10th. And uh, we're going to have a great time. We're going to have great food. A shout-out to Joe Cotton from Bella's Mexican Food Restaurant, who's going to be mm-hmm, bringing a taco mm-hmm. bar for us. Uh, Utah Parents United, who's one of our co-sponsors. Anybody else? I mean, New Leaders mm-hmm. of America with Carlos Moreno.
0: And – yeah, And – I want to say admission is free. Yep. So come down, join the festivities, have some fun, and let's do what we do as conservatives: sit around and talk <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> and wh- I, I want to give a shout out to one more uh, GUD, Growing Unified Development, who's also uh, co-sponsoring. Well, one of our sponsors with us. With now, the, who
0: runs that organization?
1: Marcus. Exactly. Carr. <laughs> <And shout laughs> so out give to Marcus a shout Car. out to
0: Marcus and his group. Um, look, it's going to be a fantastic time. Yep. And um, we wish everyone would come down, bring a toy if you can. If you can't bring a toy, just bring a kid. Uh, Enjoy the festivities. Once again, the mission is free. Just come down and join us and hang out and let's do the damn thing. But this closes another podcast. My weekend is almost here. I've got one more podcast left to go. And then I'm a free man. So, Closing this podcast, good Lord.
1: You're always a free man, John.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm a free Negro. (laughs) I I, want to mention, though, if you
1: don't have children, you can come as well. It's not just a toy. You don't have to have a child to come. Yeah, just
0: come down and visit us and then learn the members of CAFE and all our friends and I will, and then you can look me up on the ModernConservativePodcast.com. You can look me up on Facebook, Modern Conservative. You can look me up on Twitter, Instagram, share some love, buy some product, because the, the money goes to other organizations that we'll be doing and elections that we're going to be doing in the future, because I believe in putting my money where my mouth is. I just need you to get activated and do the same damn thing. Have a great week. If I don't talk to you on Friday, take care. I love you all. Good night, America.